But Von Schmidt, he's escaping. Don't worry. The authorities are waiting for him and his crew. Wonder Woman, you're wonderful. And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy The Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Everybody and welcome to a five-minute freak. It's a Monday afternoon. Let me tell you about my shitty. I'm 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 Chris Honeywell, by the way. I'm, I'm Scott McGregor. Nice to see you. Driving the Gloat Mobile. We're on our way to see Wonder Woman. It's a Monday. Let me tell you about my shitty week, though. Starting <laughs> on Thursday. Thursday was when I was starting getting ready to start. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Started a, a, a new place where I'm working, so I had a nice double shift there little bit tiring whatever um next day another double shift and then the next day uh garage sale at our house that we had to set up and stuff then another double shift and then today well come back from my job on uh thursday found out my computer had been completely taken over by malware and all my browsers were basically just torn to shit. It calls itself Brainiac or something like that. So meanwhile I got podcast work to do, all sorts of computer work to do and double shifts around it so no time to pay any attention to my computer. So it was a very frustrating week but yesterday (laughs) Sunday started out, you know, was just, you know, an exercise of frustration working going I gotta do this. uh." Then my most hated employee for the last two years got fired spectacularly last night at work. (laughs) That was cathartic. She and was beautiful. not a wonder, Wonder Woman. No, <laughs> she's a w- wonderful display of. She was a wonder something. how this woman even got made her way through society without <laughs> yeah. just ending up in prison or just an insane asylum. Uh, prison may still be pending. And she's young. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I got home and started talking to uh, some people who know stuff about computers. And uh, describing the nasty worm, which Scott here had been trying to track down on my computer. And it was one of those ones that moves, what was it, a morphing nesting worm. Yeah, something to that effect. Which means it just keeps coming back in in different places, stays invisible. It just does every trick in the book to hide away and replicate itself. And both of them, it was looking pretty much like I was just going to have to wipe my computer and start from scratch. Which was probably going to cost me some money. But one of them had um, said, Oh, try the piece of software Malware Bytes. And it went in there and it chewed it up and it spit it out. Yeah, need the right tool. So now my week is looking up. <laughs> and I'm off to Wonder Woman. And the reports of Wonder Woman are positive. Yeah. Cursor's bullshit occur- uh, associated with this movie because it is a Warner Brothers DC movie. 
And so... And I'm hoping it's not just because the bar is kind of low. I think it's actually going to be a good movie. Uh, You know, the (laughs) reviews are... are, I haven't heard any bad reviews of it, but they're across the spectrum of, like, there's people comparing it to the Donner, Superman, which I don't see. It's like apples and oranges because the Donner Superman was like a G-rated, you know... Uh, movie. This one's gonna be a little. I think it's PG thirteen. Yeah, right? I would think. Um, you know, a little more violent. Yeah. yeah it's set in World War One, which is not one of the you know. But yeah, since, not a good war. Since since you know Man of Steel <laughs> and Batman versus Superman, and you can check our reviews and conversations about that in the past to see how it did. But neither of those went well for me. I like. I thought the the Batman. Like, the Nolan Batmans were okay, but they were diminishing returns from the first one to me. And I thought they were overblown. I thought people really, like, put way too much into what they were. And they they were kind of overblown productions, but they weren't, like... The the highest standard they got, you know, before them, it was the Donner Supermans. And then it's, you know, movies like Steel and Green Lantern. And Oh, well... (laughs) You know, no, actually, like Green, Lantern. Green Lantern was is is to to this point my favorite DC yeah. movie. I enjoyed Green Lantern. I I'm um, totally free of any knowledge of the actual canon, yeah. so maybe that helped. So I was just watching it as just sort of a, and it was a a, a it wasn't a you know very deep. It was a light and fun movie and that and and colorful. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing I'm seeing so far in reviews for this is the best since The Dark Knight, you know. So that's the yeah, the, yeah the, the and, benchmark they're they're going for. And, so. and which means they're not reviewing it in the same mindset that I am. I, <laughs> I, I'm one of those guys, I, you know, I just, I, I liked DC Comics growing up and I liked Wonder Woman and I watched the Linda Carter one yeah, growing up. Know it. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, I'm rooting for it. Yeah. It's not Zack Snyder, so I'm not like ready to go in and start mocking on it. He might have some story credit in there, but in Hollywood that doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always going to be bullshit with these movies on the internet because there's these two small contingents of people that that want to fight about, you know, is it feminist, is it not, is it this, is it that? And then there's a whole bunch of other people that just want to watch, you yeah. know, that you want to eat popcorn while these two little groups were at it. But I've noticed it hasn't been as bad with this movie as it has with other ones it's there I've seen the same thing I've seen with people a lot of people are making stupid tweets about it and people yeah, are on, on from either side claiming it for you know this or that but it, it just doesn't seem maybe people are just tired of fighting so they're, <laughs> just, they're, just, they're just weary and there's not as much uproar but I am interested to see what happens with some of the more annoying zealots of Mr. Snyder's work uh, if this one like blows uh, the box office of B versus S out of the water, which I think it's probably on a good track to do. Um, as long as it's got some... It's got to have more rewatchability than B versus S. I mean, uh, not to be a jerk, but it appeals to more, like, comic book fans. I don't think there's a lot of, like, male comic book fans that I know. I know there are some. Right. But that, that I know, know that are just like, I don't read Wonder Woman. That's a girl's comic or whatever. Yeah. Wonder Woman's part of the Justice League 
You know, it's just it's part. It was part of the superheroes they read growing yeah, up. I'd go see so, a Black Widow movie just right. enthusiastically. You know? Right, right. So I don't think that there's like men going like oh, I don't want to go. This this is a chick flick. You know, but then again, there's probably a lot more women and little girls who are like, oh, we'll go see Wonder Woman. Yeah. So it's like an added audience, and Disney notices that, and, you know. They, well, with, they got Captain Marvel coming, but yeah, wouldn't, you know, people have been kind of clamoring for Black Widow solo for a while. Well, which, I think Disney more in, in the <laughs> Star Wars movies has yeah. shown that they're like, ah, let's, you know, let's get as many women into the audience as possible because there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much half of our More country. than men. They're yeah, actually yeah. like 51% <laughs> yeah. or something like that. So, yeah, get them in there. But I don't know. I'm thinking just from the reviews that this movie doesn't get pandery on the, like, you know, feminist this or that. I think it play. It sounds like it plays it straight up of, like, this is where, you know, this is where Wonder Woman comes from. This is World War One, you know. Yeah, so it's, two worlds collide. Yep. Not that it's probably not going to be without subtext. You can't help it by putting out a movie in a certain time about a certain thing, especially about Amazon women and stuff. But I don't know. Like, from the reviews, from the trailers, I don't have, like, a clear picture in my head no. of what this movie is going to be like. Everything so, I've been reading is that the movie is better than the trailers suggest, which is always a good sign because the trailers are the trailers were always okay designed to, you like, know... Like, the trailers for it, I was like, yeah, there's a couple nice shots in it, but I couldn't really tell, yeah, what to get from it, you know, where what direction it was going in, so... Uh, now I'm already reading some stuff like Gal Gadot should get best actress for this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that one remains. There's always going to be that hyperbole <laughs> at the at the at the you know Warner Brothers is good at having some hyperbolic like big hyperbolic reviews. That's yeah. why I always write off the like, oh, this is a Donner Superman best actress. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're always going to kind of say that about. I think probably any origin story superhero movie nowadays is probably going to try to reference Daughter Superman if they can. If they have any justification I for guess. it. Yes. I, I think kinda... Cap, first Captain America would probably be more analogous, analogous to this one. Yeah. But, the fuck yeah, I'm but they don't want they, they do not want to yeah but they don't want to say hey did you like Captain America? You like Wonder Woman because yeah. it's kind of like but anyway, we're at the movie theater, so we're going to go in and we'll tell you what it's like from Five Guys yeah. after this. And oh man, I'm needing some Five Guys. <laughs> Whoa! Well, did I say that yeah, out loud? Take that any way you want, I guess. Oh jeez, <laughs> and now I'm going to see Wonder Woman with, with another guy. <laughs> <sighs> we'll be back. Howdy. We are rocking out in uh, Five Guys. In Five Guys, the music is loud and louder uh, than usual. And it's uh, hard rocking today. I recall last time it was kind of easy listening when we were here. Yeah, they, they changed from like their usual classic rockish station to something a little more annoying. No. Oh. I'm going to say that's probably, I think, the best DCU movie since the new... Yeah, I agree. Um, I liked it better than Man of Steel and that other piece of crap, whatever that was called. Um, 
BBDs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, these fries are good. Now you have to go to a minute to nom nom nom. Part of the risk of listening to these five minute freaks. We're gonna go non spoiler mm-hmm. since it's a fresh movie. I like that. Certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, by yeah. the way. Um, I think the hype is a little hyperbolic on it. Yeah. You know, I don't think Gal Gadot's gonna win Best Actress. Yeah, I don't see really getting like Best Director. Hey, Jenkins, I, I like her eye. I like what she did visually with her. Still. For my taste, a little too much emphasis on the slow-mo, but whatever. It still looked kind of great. Yeah, but what they did, you know, here's the thing. All those things, I, I mean, it was all over the place stylistically. Yeah. But at the core of it, it had a good script. All the actors and actresses are committed. Yeah. And they're good. Yep. Gal Gadot's really good. I mean, yeah, she was. She's better than I expected. She I made think. Wonder Woman into a real character. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's what makes movies like this work. Right. Sure, so you don't have to necessarily Steve. take the world seriously. It's a silly world. It's a superhero world. But it's There's only, a little bit of cheese in this movie. Yeah, but I thought it was in the right places. I thought, I thought, like, the peripheral characters, particularly, like, their version of the Howling Commandos, you know, Steve Trevor's buddies, were very pulpy. Were very, like... It was definitely a nod out to, like, this kind of silly 30s camaraderie-type yeah. stuff, you know, in a war like that. We've got the American Indian. We've got the scoundrel. <laughs> yeah, and, then, many and Frenchie, who's actually Arabic Frenchie, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, and two of the villains, I just thought, were... They were, like, practically cackling and, and twisting mustaches, and it was kind of cool. I like, kind of liked that. I thought Dr. Poison could have been a little more developed. I thought she was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we Even a little hot. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, strangely aroused and frightened uh, in that big quote movie. Um, but um, it's a little long. It could be, it, I think it could have been like trimmed up and tightened up a little bit. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't two and a half hours. And that still wasn't enough, so... It was about two hours, right? Yeah, two hours, right around two. two hours. And it went by really really quickly. A lot of the complaints I've heard is that it's kind of slow in the beginning, but I like that. I like the world. I love getting to walk around in a mythical world. Yeah, you know? and there so, was some beautiful shops there. No, they sell it. Mm-hmm. it it's a neat place. And... Yeah, I was very, very happy with it. Um, Action looked good for the most part. Even the boss battle. It's the other complaint I read a lot about, but I, I really actually liked it. It reminded me of Guardians 2. And it was bit. just like super-powered godlike beings duking it out, you know, using everything at their disposal and... Yeah, you're going to have a bunch of CGI and stuff like that, but I think this was done better than, like, the boss battle in B versus S, you know, visually, anyway. Visually, you always knew what was happening in all the fights. Right. And so there's, like, three big set pieces. There's one, you know, when the Germans get to the island. There's one in the trenches that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, they do a really good job of working up that 
World War One, World War Two spirit, whether it was that was really how it was or how it was portrayed in films or whatever, it has that to it. That that very Br- British, come on, lads. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it didn't shy away from the bleak, but it wasn't like. Niterverse bleak, you know, it wasn't bleak for the sake of being bleak, it was bleak because you're in a war, a horrible, horrible war. Well, I mean, there's a lot of talk about, I mean, um, there's a lot of exposition in this movie. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about, you know, the horrors of war and, you know, Diana being naive when she first comes to Earth about war and humans. But it covers it with just the amount, right amount of cheese, and w- without being preachy. Yeah. She says things that are actually kind of preachy, but they come out. It comes out good because of her naivete. Right. Naivete. Um. I thought um, Doctor Poison and and. Um, Steve Trevor's Girl Friday yeah, were right. not developed enough. I think they could have. Yeah. They could have had a little more. It seems like maybe they got maybe. They might have got sliced a little. Sliced the Dr. Poison, at least, at the you know that that screen for you know you want to know what happened is how this person got here, and we never really get that. No, <laughs> I don't think they ever even explained like her. She's the woman in the mask that you've seen in the trailers, you know. So not spoiling anything, but you never really even know how she got her. We're assuming it was like an accident, I think, that of her own tinkering around her. But um, I, I liked. Uh, I thought one part they nailed really well that they could have just gone easier on was was the fish out of water aspect of Diana. And that, yeah, she, she was naive about a lot of things and kind of, like, black and white idealistic on a couple of things that don't actually work out that way. But they also didn't just make her stupid. Like, she, you know, she, like, right. speaks a hundred languages. She's, it's like, we're, you know, basically, you know, the Amazons in, in the DC universe are kind of akin to the Norse, you know, Asgard in that they, they are kind of an advanced... You know, they're an advanced uh, society, but they're also, you know, they keep their swords and arrows and stuff for, for warfare purposes. And so she's very portrayed as very intelligent and very knowledgeable of stuff that she hasn't experienced, you know, but she does know about them, you know, particularly the uh, the ways of love, apparently. Well, she's a, she's a warrior with, with feminine sensibilities. Yeah. The yeah. Amazon have... They have the nurturing sensibilities and the life celebration of life sensibilities, but they will they will wreck you. your ass if you uh, <laughs> you mess with them. And I keep wanting to say you get to see them wreck a lot of Nazis, but mm-hmm. this is all pre-Nazi, so the it's like, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Amazon fight in the beginning was was choice. Um, it's nice nice that they didn't. You know, portray them all as like just wiping the floor. It was actually a battle. You know, mm-hmm. they are not uh, not immune to bullets. Nope. And the one scene everyone's seen in the uh, you know trailers mostly or part of it is 
her walking out into no man's land, and that was just as good as it had to be. That was really choice. And I like, did you catch the reverse Superman scene in it? Oh, with her lifting the... There's a scene in the beginning with, with the alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the alley. Uh, That's totally... They were like the angles they shot at and the mm-hmm. pacing of it was right out of Superman the movie. Yeah, and uh, even like him putting the glasses on her. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought one of the best shots, not really spoiling anything, but and I think it's actually been in the poster, of her just hoisting a, a tank over her head and it looked so much like action comics. It's kind of like, hey, why didn't we have this scene in Man of Steel? <laughs> Well, for some reason, that scene, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. She chucked the tank, I was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. I Good. Like, now, you know, now we've been, now, I wanted to show that she's like, I wanted, <laughs> was waiting for the movie to show that, like, she's on, on a similar level with Superman. Oh, I'll say it right now. This Diana would kick Superman's ass nine ways to Sunday. I mean, she's rocking some magical powers. It's there oh, really. right, right. And she's just badass. She goes toe she's to toe. Super trained in martial yeah. arts. Where <laughs> Superman is just sort of like. Oh, I think she would bury Man of Steel Superman, quite frankly. Well, I would have to guess that almost every Superman is self trained, you know, it seems like. Yeah. I've never seen any iteration of Superman where he's had like a Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, he can't really go down to the dojo. And I'm sure he goes to the fortress and spars with, you know, Felix and shit. Yeah. It's not the same as having an Amazon warrior teach you all their battle right, yeah. tricks. Some good, uh, good training montages. Well, his personality goes, she beats the <laughs> Superman in this yeah. Everybody, I mean, as far as personality goes, not to, not to beat a dead horse, but this is a real movie. Yeah. That has real characters in it, and you like the characters that they... And you, don't get editing whiplash from watching it. It was just kind of important, too. They, Had a nice narrative flow to it. <coughs> Could have been trimmed here and there, but it, it, not to the effect of some other movies I might mention. Well, yeah, been. it didn't have whole chunks of it. It's like, <laughs> why did they even put this in here? And right. Stuff like that. Everything went to the story. Chris Pine... Obviously, has it in his contract that he gets to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Also, so because we're dealing with Star Trek one, three, and this one at least that he's gotten a motorcycle around. He's just one. It makes sense for him to be driving a motorcycle. They had good chemistry together. I loved them together when they were, you know, sharing screen time. Good amount of natural humor going on. Mostly the fish out of water stuff is where a lot of the laughs were. But and I liked how they worked the strong woman stuff in there without beating on it. Mm-hmm. And they did that with. I'm gonna say it again. Good script and good acting. They, they had the character when when Diana would come into a room. It was you know it's World War One male war room it's like what's a woman doing in here yeah. blah, 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 blah. doesn't take long for her to establish herself as an equal right and, you know 
as far as all that shit goes, all the people who want to argue over the feminist aspects of it can argue over whether she's a strong woman or whether she's proving herself to be a strong woman by, uh, Jesus, Green Day. You got the Green Day on. I, I hate God. that fucking minute. Oh, ah, they noticed. Ah. <laughs> but, um, it's that weird sort of thing where she's a strong woman, but she earns the respect of the men by basically being, being, doing, doing the men thing. You yeah. Know? She's like, oh, they're like, oh, okay, she can fight. So we respect her because she can do the stuff we can do or, what, or whatever instead of just like as a person. But it's World War One. Yeah. You give them as much credit as credits do. Um, sometimes the dialogue was a little modern for World War One. Yeah, there's some slang terms in there that were generic slang terms, or that, you know. But I'm sure they were completely historically accurate on like some of the vehicles that might not have been invented yet and stuff. But whatever. <laughs> Um, little girls are gonna flip their lid. Yeah, they, they should, man. Yeah, this is. Oh my God, yeah. All the little girls in the audience were grinning their faces off mm-hmm. at the end of it. We had a good audience today too, and it was like yeah. Monday afternoon. And yeah, it's still rolling. Especially for this theater. Yeah. Chop, chop, chop. I'm Bob. Did we mention we're five guys? <laughs> so there you go. Positive review. Um, I'm happy for DC, man. They needed a win. And they did it with a good... They did it by... It's a good, solid comic book movie. It feels comic booky. Yeah. It has that sense of adventure, fun... Is it the formula? Yeah, but it, that's the formula. It's okay. Oh. I mean, Mar- Marvel falls for the same for the same formula. And yeah. and I'm saying, maybe I'm not that keen on that formula. Other people seem to be keen on it. It seems like, sort of, if you want to keep the masses coming, you got to have the big... It worked this time. It's all how you, how you execute it, man. It's, you know... You're either going to pump it out with a cookie cutter and it's going to start getting boring and you're going to start seeing diminishing returns or you can keep the writing and the casting strong and the directing strong and then you can, you know, look how many freaking westerns were made. (laughs) Yeah. They're all westerns, but, you know. (laughs) People keep wanting to see them as long as they're made well. Now, does this mean for Justice League? I don't know. Hopefully, it'll get a box office bump from her, that's for sure. Yes, yeah. Um, that's a good point. Could be good or bad. Um, I think this definitely will help Justice League because there will be a lot of little girls after this just going to want to see Wonder Woman and whatever. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, I'm just hoping that now that they've raised the bar, that it hopefully doesn't drop through this. Accelerate yet. <laughs> um, but so you're not going to get any paid Marvel fanboy 
bad criticisms from me. Yeah. Um, well done, DC. Yeah. Had a great time. Um, I did not regret giving the money to the WB. For once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there might be a couple others coming up that I have to <laughs> pay some other lesser <laughs> movie for. Find an indie Christian movie to finance. <laughs> there probably is one coming out around that time. So, all right, from Five Guys, we're gonna finish up and get the hell out of here, and we'll see you next time. shop at amazon.com please consider using the link at twotruefreaks.com to shop there if you use this link to go to amazon and then you shop two true freaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra so you get to shop as usual and help out the two true freaks at the same time visit our website at twotruefreaks.com two true freaks is always spelled t-w-o-t-r-u-e F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search 2TrueFreaks with an exclamation mark at the end space and the number two you can find two true freaks on facebook just search for two true freaks if you ever leave your house and you actually have friends why don't you tell them about two true freaks if you've enjoyed our show please won't you take a moment to rate us on itunes that helps others find the show too thanks for listening and join us every monday for new episodes of two Two true True Freaks. freaks We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.